0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been extremely open about my struggles with severe anxiety, depression, childhood trauma, and therapy has honestly given me the tools to not only get through the everyday, but enjoy every day. Whether you're coping with trauma, stress, a specific hardship, whatever it may be, you don't need to feel ashamed of normal human struggles because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You all know I always complain about how expensive therapy is, but BetterHelp therapy is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are working with therapists from home. I mean, what's the harm in trying it? I guarantee BetterHelp's therapists will provide you with a new perspective on your current struggles. BetterHelp has a special offer for Meet My Mess listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash meetmymess. That's betterhelp.com slash meetmymess. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Wait, you want my number? Oh no, sorry, gonna give it out to strangers. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to my podcast though. What's it called? Meet my mess. Hey everyone, everything. Welcome to a new episode of Meet My Mess the podcast where we talk about the messiest parts of life. I hope you're all doing well. I know I am. I'm currently in the Amalfi Coast, living it up, flirting with Italians, and getting sunburnt left and right. Last week, I had, actually, I was just going to, hop into what I'm introducing today but let me just catch up a little bit on what's been going on um where have I been I've been moving around Italy a lot through Rome now I'm in the Amalfi Coast before that I was in I was on the Canary Islands and now I should be after Croatia next week so travel wise that's what's been going on I've been personally really homesick, missing my friends, missing my family, Um, not really 100% sure of what's next for me. I am missing that home base. I'm so grateful that I have the option to pick to travel, to pick to be back home in Canada. And sometimes you just realize that doing all this travel is amazing alone, but I have done a lot of travel alone and I would kind of like to be, I'm like moving this a lot right now. I'm sorry. I would like to be experiencing this with someone I care about and on the boyfriend, no one seems to care about me, (laughs) cries into her bed. Anyways, so that's my personal dilemma sorting it out. If anyone who travels full-time wants to hang out with me, slide into my DMs. I would love to have a friend who travels consistently. In terms of today's episode, I don't have too much to say about myself. I mean, I could go into detail about things that have been going on, but realistically, I'm here to do one thing, and that is to introduce you to this week's episode Last week, I had Sarah Myers from the 21st Century podcast on, and we literally could not stop talking. Me and her just have this amazing bond, and I can only imagine what would be like when we finally meet in person. So we ended up talking for like two hours and usually the podcast was only 45 minutes. So last week I released part one of our episode and then today I am going to release part two. So today we're going to be talking about our experiences with dating narcissists and kind of how to spot one and why this love is so addicting and how you will probably never feel any sort of mental stimulation like you will when you're dating a narcissist. And this is not in a positive way, but it can definitely feel Very, very positive when you're in the moment. So, I hope you guys enjoy the conversation and I hope you guys learn a lot. I know that there's a lot of talk out there about narcissists and dating narcissists, but I think that this conversation provides a different perspective on why exactly this love is so addicting and why it's so hard to walk away from this kind of relationship. So, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. And without further ado, um my episode part two with Sarah Myers and then
1: I had a really shitty ex I call him Cornflake on my show and um yeah he's a piece of shit but it's like I really changed almost everything about myself in that relationship because like, I knew it was bad. I knew it was such a bad relationship, but he is a textbook narcissist and knew all the right things to say, like all the right fucking things to say. And so I would like cut off my best friends that I've had for years. I like, I literally stopped going to my therapist and it's like, yeah. And, but I, but I had him in my mind, like he hadn't left me so how bad could it really be? Like how, like how bad could I be if I hadn't been left kind of thing? And mm-hmm. the answer was really, really fucking bad, but it's like, yeah, like I, yeah, I I will just honestly do whatever it, I will not, I'd like to think not anymore, but definitely would, Wear what they wanted, say what they wanted. Like, I would hang around who they wanted. Like, I would, I, so I was in a sorority in college. And I remember, like, looking at my sorority sisters and just other girls that I knew were popular. And I would, like, spend this is gonna make me sound like a psychopath, whatever. I would spend hours stalking and researching their fucking Instagrams. And I would like screenshot their posts. I had an album on my phone of their photos with like outfits, poses, where they were, what they tagged, who they were with. And it's like, I was like, oh, okay. Like these are the girls that guys like, these are the girls that are getting invited to things and that like, they want around. Like I have to be just like them. And I look back and I'm like, how fucked up! Yeah. <laughs> How fucking sick that I had an entire fucking album with hundreds, hundreds, and if I didn't know what to wear to a party or function one night, I would scroll through their pictures and be like, okay, well, what do I have? To-? Like when I would go shopping, those are my reference photos, and it was like the most like sick obsessed thing I think I've ever done in my life.
0: That is insane, and this is all your ex. Huh? and this is all as a result of your ex
1: no so this was when i was in college when i had like uh so my shitty ex and i we dated summer of 2019 to fall of 2020 ish right. gotcha yeah and so this would have been mm, like 2018 ish okay. um but it's like, like I would stay with guys that I knew weren't treating me well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's like, I couldn't bring myself to leave because it's like, well, at least I have them. And then if I leave, then I don't. And I was so uncomfortable like being by myself that well, it was better to stay with someone shitty
0: it's so classic for someone who's codependent to end up with a narcissist. You know, I was the (laughs) same way because there's honestly, there's something comforting in dating a narcissist. And I know that people like, if you've never dated one, you won't understand, but the ability to become their perfect person is like the most comforting thing, you know, because when you're yourself all the time, you're never going to be every little last thing that someone wants so when you're codependent Mm -hmm. and when you're kind of like Mm shape-shifting a little bit to become what your narcissist wants when you finally get that approval that they haven't been giving you for weeks and weeks and weeks you're like it's like such a high of feeling like oh my gosh finally like I'm the perfect person I'm the perfect girl and like there's nothing better than feeling like you're perfect but You're not, you're just fitting the fake needs that your narcissist kind of put on you, right?
1: There were so many times with my ex who was a narcissist that like, I can recall very specific fights where I would, he would be like, I need you to do this better. I need you to work on this. And I'd be like, okay, okay, like I'll do it, I'll do it. And then in our next fight or whatever, I would be like, oh, okay. He wants me to be better about not like jumping to like anger as fast or like talking through shit better like let me do that and I would do that and I would still get fucking like screamed at and cussed out and I would be like I I don't understand like I'm I'm doing what you I'm doing what you ask I'm being who you asked me to be why are you still mad and it was this like exhausting fucking like it was like a dog trying to catch its tail like even though they do, but it's like, you're never going to fucking catch it. You're just going to keep running around in circles. And it, but it was like that one time, that one time, that one time you catch that tail is why you keep fucking running. And I literally remember like it was so vividly, so many fights. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like I'm doing what you've asked me to do. Like, why are you still so mad at me? And it was like, never enough. You can literally bend over fucking backwards and some, and you're never going to be enough for a narcissist.
0: No, never, because you're not important to them. You're just an accessory to their life. So really matter what they've told you they wanted in the past, what they want in the future, because you're still not, you still just don't really matter to them. Anything you do is not going, it's never about you, right? It's always Mm -hmm. Always about them, and yeah, I remember when I was dating a narcissist. The smallest things would be gross to him. Like I remember, I like just lost it towards the end of our relationship one night, and started like breaking down because he told me that he didn't like my nail polish color and he wished it was blue. And I was like, and that's just like a telltale sign of like, it wasn't about that fight where he told me that my nail polish color should be blue. But that was the moment I realized like, oh my God, like there's really never, ever going to be any pleasing this man. Like he's picking apart my nail polish. Like, right. It's You're never, ever going to please a narcissist. It's so hard to, and it's really hard to catch it. It's really hard to understand that that's what you're with, especially if you don't have a knowledge of what that, what that looks like in a relationship. And I don't know, narcissists are the best manipulators in the whole world. Like we can talk bad about them and all that. And what they do is shitty, but they really, really, like it's almost an art the way that they can get someone to yes submit to them and do exactly everything you want and it's just I get it it's terrifying to want another relationship again because you're like I never want to become so far removed from myself ever again it's terrifying and it's so scarring for the rest of yeah, your life like
1: literally they know exactly what to say they know And so my episode that I put out this week, it's nice guys aren't nice. I actually read texts from my ex from when we first started dating because he said all the right things, did all the right things. And I was like, you know what, fuck this. Like, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna find the screenshots. And I was reading it and I was like, he did not miss a beat.
0: I would still fall for this.
1: Yes, probably. And I would like to think that I
0: wouldn't, you wouldn't. but I'm, That's good.
1: I'm so like cautious when people
0: are nice to me now. Cause I'm like, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. it's such a hard balance, right? Because you're like, I want someone who's nice to me, but it's it's about how nice they are, how fast, you know. If someone is like, you're just amazing, you're everything, like love bombing, you know. That's it's hard to catch because oh, I was love bombed. Oh, me too. But it's
1: like and especially when you're in a very, if you're the kind of person that you are more vulnerable and insecure and you don't have the highest self-esteem, like it's not your fault by any means at all. But unfortunately those are like fucking like kid in a candy shop to a narcissist. Those are like their prime targets because it's like, You're so insecure and so desperate, not desperate, that's the wrong word. But it's like if you are a very insecure person with low self esteem and someone comes along and is like gassing you up and telling you how pretty and amazing you are and all these things, like you're going to lean into that a lot more than someone who, you know, is more secure and does have a higher sense of self because you're like, cool, great, like, thank you, I know. And you're going to like not pay as much attention versus like oh my god like tell me more tell me more and you're like gonna be chasing after that and they know that and it's a sick fucking mentality that they have but it's like I was so insecure so him coming around and like saying all this shit was like crack to me yeah like nope keep keep going keep going keep going like what do I have to do
0: to keep hearing this and he well you know that's the thing is you hear it for about six months and then that's when the that's when the real work starts Mm -hmm. and
1: then you are so
0: roped in by then good luck you're in love you're in love at that point you know and you everyone wants to do what they can to make a relationship work and so Mm -hmm. you always think oh we'll be able to get back to that place you know we're just going through hard times but you're like
1: what can I do
0: to hear this again,
1: what can I do to make you feel this way about me again? And you're so like addicted to the chase of it. And then you'll get breadcrumbs here and there of it. And you're like, no, 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 Like I want what we had in the beginning. And you're so like crazy obsessed with getting that back. Like you're not going to, because
0: it's not real. It wasn't real. real. <laughs> it wasn't real. Yeah. It, wasn't real. Yeah. it was a fucking gimmick. And that's also hard, right? Dating, like knowing that you did once for even just six months, feel like someone loved you and everything about you unconditionally is an amazing feeling. So unlearning that and realizing that that's not healthy and that's never what you're going to get in a healthy way is really, really hard to do. So
1: because like as shitty as narcissists are, that high you get from them is unreal i'm not encouraging anyone to go seek out a narcissist to find out what we're talking about (laughs) please for the love of god run but that like it's like i had a promise ring from this guy like we were gonna get fucking married and we were gonna move to um a beach town in north carolina like Mm -hmm. we were gonna move in together
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i lived with mine
1: like, no shit he wanted me two and a half hours away from everyone. Because mm-hmm. it would have been even harder for them to see what the fuck was going on.
0: Whoa, like, I had, like, an epiphany. That's crazy. Um, I literally moved, like, four hours away from my whole family to live with this man. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, maybe that wasn't my own decision. Maybe that wasn't really what I wanted, right? It's nope. It's crazy. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we literally have been talking for like an hour and a half that was it went just by so 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 fast I know I just looked at the time I was like we're gonna have to record a second episode sometime (laughs) I'm gonna need you on mine for sure please any day anytime I'll make it happen do you feel like there's anything I didn't ask you anything you want to say that you didn't get to
1: I think to your listeners, and I guess, honestly, anyone who comes across this, I think if you are in a place where you're, you know, potentially using relationships of any kind for validation purposes or, you know, to make yourself feel better for whatever reasons, I would, oh my God, hello. Shut the fuck up, mom. Oh my God. Ruining my D moment. Mom! (laughs) The fuck, Leanne? (laughs) i'm trying to change the world mom i'm trying to podcast (laughs) jesus christ as i was saying what the fuck i don't even want to go you know what here fuck it we're gonna get into it if you're that kind of person that you're using shit for people for validations you need to take a second and reflect on yourself and i don't say that to be unkind but like you seriously need to be like okay why am I doing this? And don't ask yourself like, oh my God, why am I doing this? Why am I like, don't judge yourself when you ask genuinely, like, why am I doing this? Why do I seek these kinds of relationships? And you're going to probably trace that shit back to your childhood. And there's nothing, I don't want to say there's nothing wrong with using people for validation purposes, but it's like at a certain point, you've got to come to terms with like, oh, I'm not happy with myself. And you can't, keep using people to fill a void that you're they're just not you're gonna keep being disappointed so it's like go like i don't know go call a friend write about it write (laughs) about it call a therapist but it's like don't be embarrassed if you're like oh my god i just use people to make me feel better because that's (laughs) not the most healthy
0: thank yourself for not for like catching it before you fucking get to the point like we did where you end up with someone who honestly it's gonna ruin how you date and interact with people for a long time to come so please like yeah if you catch this early enough be like fuck yeah like you're such a bad bitch for checking yourself and not just allowing yourself to stay yes and it's like I
1: feel like so many people like either notice in themselves or have this pointed out by other people like not so pretty character traits or whatnot and it's like shut the fuck up get the fuck over yourself and like do some self-realization and reflection and if you're not that great of a person and like you're not doing things for the greatest of reasons own that shit and get fucking help whether it's just talking to a friend about it writing about it what the fuck ever but it's like at a certain point you got to take your healing into your own hands like people can't heal you you no. can like they, they they, just can you're going to expect them to and then they're not and you're going to be disappointed forever like get the fuck over yourself that's it <laughs> like what what advice do you have get the fuck over yourself like
0: yeah. <laughs> honestly okay good I yeah no I agree we know you're insecure but get over yourself because it is yeah oh just a way to keep keep allowing yourself to get treated horribly
1: you're inviting so much shit into your space and people that will literally fucking prey on you because people that are like narcissists or that see someone who's vulnerable they are fucking predators and they're you're the easiest fucking prey for them like just don't allow yourself to get in touch (laughs) boobs vaginas Women, we hold all the fucking power in the world. I'm sick
0: of seeing people walk around like we fucking don't, okay? True, everything that exists on this world is to impress a vagina. <laughs> everything on this world,
1: people-wise, is from a vagina. I true, true, <laughs> true. Can you grow a human? <sighs> You'll push a person out of your wiener hole? No, shut the fuck up
0: then we don't want to hear what you have to say. Then I don't care. Oh, you don't have a uterus? Don't care. (laughs) Don't care. You can tell we're angry. (laughs) We sound like angry old women. No, real quick. (laughs) Speaking of angry
1: old women, there were these kids a couple of nights ago that were like running back and forth in front of my house. And I was like, and it was like, 9 9 30 at night like the street lights were on I don't know if you ever heard like be home before the street lights come on but like the street lights were on motherfuckers go home (laughs) and so I was like what is going on and they ran in front of our yard like they were in our yard running and I was like what the fuck is going on So I'm like looking out the window and I was like this close to being like, get off my lawn, like being that old woman, but they were crouched in front of my car. Like, I think they were playing hide or seek or something, but they were like crouched, leaning on my car. I set my car alarm off and let me tell you, they scattered like
0: roaches. They were gone. (laughs) That's a great way to handle it, though. You don't look like an asshole. No one knows it was you. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to be that,
1: like, I'm 23. I'm not going to be that, like, old bitter woman with, like, her fucking walker and her teeth and a glass of water. Like, just, I'm just going to set my fucking car alarm off. That is so
0: good. That is so smart. Holy shit.
1: My roommate was almost, like,
0: peeing herself. She was laughing so hard. That's funny. That's so funny. Kids are just fucking annoying. They are. Like, I hate to say They're cute, but they're annoying as fuck. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. We've been talking forever. This episode is going to be so long, but I love it because I feel like everything we talked about was so important. So, so excited. So stoked to get this out and to have people listening to it. Where can people message you, listen to your podcast, all that?
1: Um, so you can message me on Instagram. My main is sarah myers s-a-r-a-h-m-y-e-r-z my podcast is on spotify and apple podcast 21st century it is two one S-T, century s-i-n-t-u-r-y and yeah that, baby that is, And the podcast is two one s-t underscore s-i-n-t-u-r-y on Instagram I'm so glad we did this thank you for having me
0: I wish that we could fucking be taking jello shots together but when I'm back in North America hopefully I'll make a trip I'll come to Europe yeah okay I think
1: that's the best plan i'm italian i literally my ancestors made shoes in fucking venice and we had people up in la spazia okay i need to come see you need to I'm see up. your
0: history
1: yeah like i said i'm easy like that all you gotta do is just stand there i don't fucking make an eye contact i'm easy i'm done i'm easy like that <laughs> I wish I wasn't. Like, I, I swear to God, I have self respect now, but I'm just saying there's something about a Long Island Italian man. I'm done. I agree.
0: I find it, yeah, Italians do just have a way of fucking. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I've been like, being, like, fucking end of the podcast 17 times. But anyways, thank you so much. I am obsessed with you. You're so funny. And I can't wait to record together again someday.
1: I literally have the biggest girl crush on you well let's get out there let's get on a
0: date (laughs) all right that wraps up our messy messy episode with sarah myers if you guys like the podcast and want me to keep releasing episodes please rate it five stars please follow the podcast, Instagram. Um, please write me a review. It really helps. Please use my link, my better help link to support um, these kinds of things really keep me going and don't make me feel like I'm talking to a room of nothingness. So have a good week, have a messy week, and we will talk on next Thursday.